Hello, 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 and welcome. It's Dr. Barry here on the first show of the glorious new year that we find ourselves in this time um, in the uh, time spectrum, I guess you could say. 2019, of course, January. We're going to lead the show off with hopefully what appears to be or will become an exciting show. But before we even get any further, let's have a word from our sponsors. Hey, it's Dr. Barry here. Have you ever maybe wanted to try and lose weight? Well, consider checking out my book. It's called Next Level Weight Loss 2.0. You can find it on my website, www.controlyourweight.com. Or you can go to amazon.com and just simply Google it or or search the words Next Level Weight Loss 2.0. Check it out. Read it. Really understand the concepts behind calories and weight loss and really how to change your mindset so you can really finally conquer that battle of getting to the body that you really want. Again, check out the website, www.controlyourweight.com. Weight, also, search for my book, Next Level Weight Loss 2.0, on Amazon at simply search Next Level Weight Loss 2.0 in the search box, and it should pop up. Last but not least, the book will soon be released on iPhone and iPod by next month. Please look out for that. Hey, it's Dr. Barry here again. I want to let you know something. If you have any questions or you have any thoughts that you really want to, you know, shoot my way, please don't hesitate to reach out. We have an email. Again, email is drberryhealth at gmail.com. Again, that's drberryhealth at gmail.com. Again, spelled D-R-B-A-R-R-Y-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com. I mean, H-E-F-T-H at gmail.com. Also, we have a Facebook page. All of our shows are updated there, posted there as well. We have some cool articles we share and stuff, and it's a pretty cool area. So check it out, www.facebook.com backslash next level weight loss. And weight is spelled normally there. So and you can also Google or search next level weight loss in Facebook search box, and we should pop up. All right, so thanks for guys for joining us back again. This is Dr. Barry here for what I'm just really pumped to, to bring you guys today. This is a really exciting show. Hopefully, it help you kind of get your mindsets kind of focused and really, you know, you know, you know, prime so you can really achieve all the goals you have for yourself uh, in this new year. Uh, we're talking about resolutions, New Year's resolutions. Everyone's always making resolutions every time this year, and resolutions are a funny thing because they they come from a good place. People usually have these things they want to do to themselves, be it lose weight or maybe get a new career or kind of find a way to elevate their existence in such a way that they feel they will be happier in doing. And the reality is resolutions are kind of like a um, double-edged sword. Kind of while, while they encourage people to kind of start thinking about positive ways to change themselves, the reality is it's more of an activity that people do just to really pass the time because unfortunately... Many people who make these resolutions simply don't keep them. It's almost like a running joke at this point. There was a recent online survey that was published, um, actually in Forbes, and it kind of was kind of interesting because it talks about how people who make resolutions, it's such a low amount that I should keep them. Actually, it's shown that less than 25% of people actually stay committed to their resolutions just after 30 days. So literally by January 30th, the people who were crying up and down about how they're going to do this and do that and step into their new this and leave that behind are back 
with their same nonsense and doing the same things they were doing literally a month and a half ago. And the funny thing is, there's whole industries that have been built around this concept of people literally not keeping up with their resolutions. One of the biggest benefactors of this whole idea is the gym industry. Do you know that many people who sign up for gym memberships, gym memberships get the vast majority of their signups in the first three years, first three months of the year, January, February, March. Most people have these resolutions and weight loss is a big one. That's actually why it's a a billion dollar industry, yet obesity rates are rising to the heights never foreseen. Because businesses have found that if you can take advantage of people with their quote unquote resolutions, there's a nice chunk of change to be made. Quick facts. The gym industry again signs up the vast majority of its sign-ups in the first three months of the year, January, February, March. And they incentivize people by offering sales and so forth to the new signees. The reality is, most people who sign up for gym memberships, which a lot of times are at least two years, stop going after the first three months. So imagine if you had a business where people sign up for two years, they got to pay you, but they only show up for three months. And again, the more people people show up, the more damage to the weights, they have to replace them. So it's actually more expensive for them if you do go regularly. If you don't go, it's perfect. It's brand new equipment that's already been paid for and they're good to go. So what I'm trying to say is that resolutions are literally being broken within weeks of being created. So don't be a statistic. Don't be these people who go and say, I'm going to do this for my New Year's resolution. And literally 30 days later, you've backed your old ways, old habits, old way of doing things. So, you know, that's why I'm kind of anti-resolution. I'm more looking at people trying to change their mindset. <clears throat> and if you are going to make a resolution, make it very simple. I laugh when people say, ha, I have a, 30 things I'm going to do for the new year for resolutions. These are my new, new resolutions. 30 different things. Like, it's just it's silliness at this point. You're not going to do 30 different things completely different. Again, we are creatures of habit ultimately. So breaking bad habits is very difficult. That's why, you know, people are being are killing themselves every day behind bad habits that they can't break. So you have to understand the severity of what it means to change your mindset, change your your activity levels, or change whatever you want to change to change the thing that you're, you're wanting to improve about yourself. And so that's why I tell people, just look at setting goals, because goals are really the crux of what you need to focus on so that you can start to accomplish um, those those things you have you want to do for yourself. A good example, of course, is weight loss. A lot of people say they really do want to lose weight. Now, they may be kind of approaching it incorrectly, and they're not really sure how to do it, but weight loss is a big you know, resolution that people really want to change, even though people, unfortunately, due to the environment as well as the inability to focus, you know, tend to lose track. And it's very difficult in society when food is being pushed on you every five seconds, and you know, it's like your work wants your little time that you can get for yourself and your family wants to rest and it feels sometimes you're overwhelmed and it's hard to sneak in that time for yourself which is really um, critical when looking at improving your overall health and wellness. So here are some tips that I wanted to give you on setting goals, setting resolutions and trying to find a way to keep them so that you can actually achieve what you're trying to achieve. So the first thing I like to tell people when making resolutions is the simpler, the better. I mean, everyone knows um, that when we're trying to do things, if we make it very, very simplistic, I mean, literally, I think a popular phrase, make it so basic that a three-year-old can understand, 
that actually is how we learn. Once we keep it very simple, it makes it easier for our brains to actually, you know, focus and really get down to what needs to be done. Um, so, for example, if you want to, let's say, <clears throat> lose weight and try to get healthy for the new year, um, focus on literally just doing one thing and keeping it, keep it doing it. For instance, if you're uh, someone who interested in losing weight and you don't know what to do but you do you know that your diet's not the best and you're not really active literally find out the one thing that you can do and be consistent with it and do it that's why i tell people a lot of times you know a simple thing you can do just very basic should take little to no effort is eliminating sweet drinks like sodas from your diet literally doing that by itself can literally help you lose depending on how much you're drinking anywhere from five to ten pounds you know, a month or so, I mean, well, I won't say a month, Every maybe five or ten pounds every few months or so, if you're, you know, depending on your level of, you know, ingestion of those things. But simple just things like eliminating one thing from your diet, or maybe, you know, going out once or twice a week and just being consistent with it as far as doing fitness-related activities. And just doing one thing. Don't do like ten things. Just do one thing. Just so it can slightly alter, you know, shock the way your body is thinking and, and moving at the time. And you'll notice that it's a lot easier to just keep consistent with one item and just keep doing it. And the beauty of it is that if you do like a good, you know, activity, like let's say you stop eat, drinking sweet drinks for this year, or you stop drinking Cokes, keep it simpler. You just drop drinking Cokes. You love Cokes, you got a big fridge of Cokes, you throw the Cokes away. Look, I'm not drinking Coke going 2019. And that's usually, shouldn't be that difficult, unless you're just literally, like, addicted. And some people are, unfortunately. But usually, you know, changing one significant activity in your life and being consistent, you know, that by itself is far more effective than actually making a big laundry list of resolutions you're going to break in the next three days. So I tell people just to keep it simple and try to focus on doing something that basic and see, you realize that at first off, it's a lot easier to keep that resolution, you know. Um, if you're being realistic with yourself and not just doing things to impress friends and stuff and be like, hey, I'm going to do 50 different things, guys. I'm going to, you know, only drink water for uh, two years straight or something. I mean, let's be serious here. Like, we want to be realistic so we can keep them. And that's really important. And then and another thing you want to do is focus on things that you literally have complete control over. That's why I like the drinking analogy, because you literally have control over what you're putting in your body, in your mouth. Like, hopefully you're not being force fed something. I don't know if you may work for <laughs> you know a company that produces something that like bonbons or something and you're forced to eat you know 20 or 30 a day for whatever that may be an issue but if you're really you know doing something that involves putting things in your mouth most people have control over that unless you're a baby in that case hopefully your parents are doing right by you as far as giving you good food and good amounts but you know focus on things you can change or you can directly control that's usually also things that are more effective um Another big one that people like to ch always, you know, propose is I want to, you know, go back to school and learn something, you know, and that's a, that's a great idea. But you, know, you want to make sure that, you know, you can literally completely control beginning and middle and end because that's going to increase your your chances of success. So focus on things you control as well when you're making resolutions, not just, you know, I'm going to win a 
I'm going to change the world for the 2019. I mean, okay, that's kind of gen general, but be specific and focus on things that you can have direct control over, and that will probably increase your chances of success. Another thing, too, I, I talked about, you know, when you're making resolutions with friends and, and you brag, hey, I got 50 things I'm going to do for 2019, look at me, you know. That's cool, but not really constructive. One thing, though, that can be constructive when working with others and talking with other people about their New Year's resolutions is finding things that are common amongst everyone will also increase the chance of success. Like for instance, let's say you got a bunch of people who want to lose weight, but not sure what they want to do. You don't want to, you don't know sure if you want to join a club or if you want to, you know, just do something in concert. But the reality is if you guys plan together and keep it simple, like we're saying, you can definitely increase your risk or your, your chance of sticking to it because holding each other accountable is a very effective way and keeping people honest and keeping people consistent to what they promise to do for themselves. For instance, if let's say, you know, we go back to the Coke analogy. Well, you know, a bunch of you guys get together and say, you know what, we're not drinking any more sodas 2019 because we want to do this and get this weight down. You'll be shocked when, you know, a lot of you guys are now conditioning yourselves to not drink soda, finding alternative low calorie beverages and you know when everyone's losing weight and feeling good about themselves that's a form of positive reinforcement and it's definitely going to increase your chances of success so again that's just you know hopefully some few tips that you know will help you form some good resolutions now at the other side of the break we're going to talk about some actual you know um, good resolutions you should maybe consider incorporating in your life and you know give you give you some ideas on how to create personalized resolutions that you can keep in Hopefully, you know, get to where you want to get to for the uh, upcoming year. Again, it's Dr. Barry here. Uh, sit tight. we got another part of the show remaining. So join us on the other side of the break at the Health of Wellness Connection podcast. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Health of Wellness Connection podcast. It's your host, Dr. Barry here again. I just want to thank you guys for joining us again. Again, Dr. Barry, please check me out on Instagram at Dr. Barry MD. That's spelled D-R-B-A-R-R-Y-M-D. Um, again, also, don't, check, don't forget about our website, www.controlyourweight, weight is spelled W-8.com. And lastly, any questions or concerns, please reach out via email, health at gmail.com. Again, thank you for coming back and uh, sticking with us here at the Health Wealth Collection Podcast. We're talking about resolutions today and, you know, talking about the science behind resolutions and how to be consistent. Again, if you're just joining us, you know, quick, you know, catch up section here. Only 25% of people keep their New Year's resolutions. So I know right now you're thinking about your resolution that you just made for yourself probably two days ago after night of drinking with the friends and you're probably already breaking it as we speak. Really, you, you I'm sure you are. You got the whatever you're so you're not going to do anymore. You're probably doing it as we speak. And you're, you're cheating yourself. So we're talking about how to be better with our resolutions and how to actually make effective resolutions that we'll keep and, you know, actually improve our lives. Because that's really the goal, right? Getting better day by day. Resolutions are supposed to help us do that. But unfortunately, the science is showing that they're not really effective at all. So we got to really change our you know strategy and try to be more you know effective in how we you know move in 2019. So we were talking resolutions and one of the biggest tenets that I wanted to stress is that you want to keep it simple. Simplicity is extremely effective in helping you actually achieve those goals. So like we said, instead of making some elaborate resolutions or some huge laundry list of resolutions that you're going to break in less than a month, 
figure out the one or two things that you really, really, really want to improve upon. And just try to find a way to make it so simple that, I mean, you, you know, it wouldn't take a whole lot of effort for you to actually achieve that. Um, like, for instance, we talked about losing weight and how that's a popular thing. And, you know, we mentioned earlier how doing a simple activity like maybe, you know, eliminating sweet sodas or sugary drinks from your diet, you know, would be um, a good thing to start off with. You know, another thing you could do, too, that I also recommend if you're interested in looking at weight watching, it's just how about you're going to be consistent with keeping a food diary. And before they used to entail actually getting a notebook, you know, maybe get a moleskin, something fancy, you know, and actually write down everything that you put in your mouth, literally. So you have breakfast. If you, if you see yourself, you know, you, I, I, I fried up 10 eggs and ate three donuts and, you know, 10 pieces of bacon for breakfast, Write it down in a book and just keep it logged. That's it. Don't do actually any changing to your diet. Just simply writing it down. You know, it's been shown scientifically that just simply keeping a food diary can help you lose weight. Like there's actually been studies showing people who actually were forced to keep a log of everything they ate versus those who just ate freely actually were losing weight and on, on average one or two pounds a week. Because why? When you see, oh yeah, I just engorged on 10 donuts and one city didn't realize it though, because I wouldn't write it down before, but now I wrote it down. I'm embarrassed. Now, maybe there was some bias because people in this study actually had to submit their <laughs> notes to the <laughs> researchers. So imagine if you, you know, had, you know, three Big Macs and, you know, two bucks of fries and you had to write it down and show it to somebody, you know, you're probably going to be a little more, hey, maybe I should relax a little bit so I won't look crazy, you know, with this outrageous diet that I didn't submit it. You know? So that's probably part of it. But the reality is that, you know, people who actually did it for themselves and just kept it for their own records you know, also were effectively, you know, eating better, losing weight. So I tell people, you know, that's one thing you can do for the new year. How about you just keep a food diary? And now it's so, you know, amazing with these apps we have. My favorite one, as far as the, the uh, apps that do the similar concept is um, myfitnesspal.com. MyFitnessPal is an excellent app that help you, you know, monitor what you're eating. It'll help you keep notes. And the beauty of MyFitnessPal and other similar uh, food diary apps is that they actually can help calculate the caloric content of the food you're eating as well as the nutritional value of the, of the food you're eating, which is extremely valuable. So, you know, if you know you're someone who needs to monitor their cholesterol levels or their sugar levels and other foods that they're eating, these apps can be invaluable in helping you really, you know, keep track of the different percentages of, of the different kinds of foods that you're consuming. So, you know, for instance, if you want to lose weight, I'll give you two great examples of ways you can really adjust your, your lifestyle and that's keeping a food diary and that's it don't change anything else. just keep a food diary and you notice that by itself will start to modify your behavior because you'll start to understand better what you're actually eating what it entails and whether or not you know you can look at you know some deficiencies in your diet and that's why I love the MyFitnessPal and other similar apps we're going to do a review on some of these new apps coming out as well very soon so stay tuned for that alright so we gave you you know two I think really good ideas just you know Keeping it simple, you know, just try to make it basic as far as what you want to do for the new year that'll help you achieve your goals. And more importantly, just be real with yourself. You know, if you're saying, hey, look, I'm going to run 10 miles a day for the next, you know, and you have never ran in the past two years. That's not realistic. Let's be serious, guys. Be Do something you know you can achieve just with minimal effort because, you know, but you want to be consistent because that's really the most important concept here. Being consistent. You have to do something you're going to be able to keep up with. So, for instance, if you're someone who wants to be active, you know, and let's say you've never been out 
really do any kind of exercise. You've really been a homebody. But now you decide, you know, I'm going to be more active so I can, you know, get my fitness level up. And we know being active can help prevent so many different illnesses like dementia and cardiovascular disease, cancer. I mean, it's, it's really, I mean, literally medicine for the body. So you want to be more active. And lastly, you decided you're going to actually get up off the couch, turn off the television, put down the tablet or, you know, phone. And, and you actually try to stimulate your your muscles and everything else. Do something very simple and keep it basic. Like, I'm going to walk for 30 minutes twice a week. And that's it. 30 minute walk twice a week by itself will do dividends for your overall health and cardiovascular system and wellness. But it would be a great way, you know, to get your body comfortable with the idea of walking. You know, your body is still a biological being. It adapts to how you think and move. And it's, it's a, it's a, it's a universal kind of universe relationship as far as how your body reacts to how you behave. Your brain kind of starts everything and then your body has to adjust and kind of uh, gauge, you know, gradually get you ready for it. This is why athletes, even if they're in tip-top shape, still have to be, you know, keeping their body engaged to maintain the shape because their body and mind kind of work together. And this is why, you know, I focus so much on understanding how to reprogram your mind so that your body can follow suit. And then it becomes just a way of life. After, you know, a few months of walking, it becomes easier. You're like, okay, it's cool now. Let me do three times a week. Let me do four to five minutes each time instead of 30 minutes. Let me do, you know, just and you slowly but surely start to improve. And before you know it, you're casually doing things that you never thought you could even dream of doing just a few months ago. So that's why keeping it simple and being consistent is so important. All right. So, you know, ultimately, you know, with resolutions and any kind of changes, the key is you want to make sure it's something you can do very simply without too much outside, you know, influence required. And it's something that you can do and you have full control over. Like you can actually clear whatever schedule, do whatever, you know, you need to do to make sure you're able to do whatever task or item you're trying to do. Another thing I tell people also, or I think it's a good resolution that people should maybe look at doing is learning to relax more. And when I say relax, I mean, not actually just sitting back, you know, getting high or getting drunk or something. I mean, actually, even though there's nothing wrong with that, I don't want to criticize people for doing that, but more so relaxing the mind and, you know, eliminating all the external, you know, influences and stressors that may be contributing to whatever issues you're dealing with. Um, that's why I promote meditation a lot. And I think meditation is something that can be very effective in helping you um, relax and calm down and really, you know, med- and, you know, deal with stress in a better way. I think stress is one of the biggest things that's contributing to a lot of issues in our society, including our obesity epidemic and, you know, different illnesses that are still kind of hanging around. And just overall, the stress level of people has been higher than, than normal lately. And I think learning different techniques to help you deal with the relaxation, I mean, deal with the stress is critical. Now, ultimately, the best way to deal with stress is to eliminate the stressor. And that's a whole different conversation. So, you know, if you're someone in a bad relationship or you're someone toxic environment, you know, you want to make sure you minimize those exposures to the stress. So that's really critical. So I think hopefully people are, are trying to, to eliminate external stress as much as they can. And then ultimately, once you can separate yourself from whatever, you know, harmful stressor is, you know, affecting your, your daily, you know, being and, and your daily well-being, then learning ways to help your body deal with and cope with some of those effects of the stress is going to be very important as well. 
So meditation is something I, I, I'm a fan of. And the cool thing about meditation is that now, thanks to da, 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 apps, <laughs> there are a lot of cool apps you can download and check out that'll help you kind of start training your mindset as far as getting, you know, um, breathing exercises and meditation uh, down as well. Now, if you guys paid attention to my um, uh, Christmas holiday gift guide show last month, <laughs> I was talking about different things you can be purchased for friends and family who um, are interested in uh, health and wellness type um, gifts. And uh, the Apple Watch is the one I recommend, and a favorite of mine. And I recommend the Apple Watch because it has a lot of cool apps that are already built in. One of the coolest ones that are on the on the watch is called the Breathe app. And if you have an Apple Watch, check it out. Now, of course, you don't need an Apple Watch. Obviously, you can download the app itself. The Calm app is one another cool app that's on all phones, Android and, and iPhone. So get that. And there, it just kind of helps prompt you as far as, you know, taking time out and forcing you to kind of sit down, taking 15 minutes and, you know, practice breathing and just, you know, helping you, you know, deal with stress on a daily basis and by keeping you engaged in the different relaxation techniques. So I know for me, let me get personal here, but my resolution was just to, you know, focus on, you know, being better, being that, you know, being more consistent, you know, being more effective and, you know, trying to explore some of the tasks that I've put aside for myself that I haven't been able to achieve yet. And I'm going to work on those. And I hope everyone can do the same and just, you know, try to, you know, find ways to improve upon your daily, you know, existence. Um, ultimately, you know, you have one life, so you want to make sure you're doing all you can to enjoy it to the fullest. And that means being the best you could possibly be. So everybody, you know, make a resolution or a goal and keep it. I'm Dr. Barry here. Thank you for joining us on the Health and Wellness Collection podcast. Please, if you want to have any, if you have any questions or concerns or any topics you want me to little discuss, reach out to us. Email drberryhealth at gmail.com. Instagram at drberrymd. Also, Twitter, I forgot about that. Dr. Barry Tech Doc on Twitter. And lastly, our website, www.controlyourweight.com. Again, thanks for joining us for the Health and Wellness Collection podcast. Tune in next week for more exciting, fresh topics. Peace.